Jacko back with another positive podcast, and it's positive podcast number seven, or set as the French would say, raw, um, unedited, and uh, just the thoughts and things going around in my head that's uh, reflecting on things mainly or having been sparked from the beginning because of lockdown. And today is another one of that. The title is Tomorrow Has Enough Worries of Its Own. Now, in lockdown, we are all um, we're all feeling those those worries of whether it's we're worrying about uh, friends and family members that are ill, whether we're worrying about um, just when are things going to go back to normal. And that's the sort of um, thing that I think we're all everyone is in the same boat in that no one knows when this is going to end. And that uncertainty of when it's going to end is something that I think is always um, the most difficult thing to deal with in life. Whenever we've had times of complete uncertainty where we have no answers um, we feel a little bit helpless and um, yeah, I've had experiences with that myself. I've talked many times about um, the, the head injury I sustained that ended my rugby career where I was not told or no one could tell, another doctor especially could say when I was actually going to get better and, and whenever I speak to, to friends or family about issues where you have those scenarios of there's so much uncertainty, we don't know when something's going to sort of end or, or get better that that always brings the biggest challenges um, and it comes down to the fact that we're worrying um, about the future now I'm not a psychologist or anything like that so I'm, I'm not the I'm not trying to suggest that I'm I'm an expert in these things um, I've got a diploma in sports psychology which I used um, during my own playing career um, to help myself but then since I finished my professional rugby career uh, worked with a number of Paralympic athletes um, ahead of their sort of Paralympic um competitions and uh, world championships and stuff like that where um, we had to manage um, and try and control this worry about the future in the sporting context and I think there's some great lessons that we can learn from how we do that in the sporting world and try to apply them to to our actual lives um, and this idea of like controlling the worrying about the future um, is the, the crux of it is being able to bring our attention our awareness to the now um, and uh, one of the principles in sports psychology people talk about is the WIN principle. So in the WIN, W-I-N, standing for what's important now and actually trying to hone in and do that. Um, and I'll give some practical examples of things that we would do um, when we're working with athletes from this sort of mindset perspective. But just to give you an example of I had a, I had a not so, I wasn't so positive last week. I was in a bit of a funk last week. Um, quite difficult to uh, pinpoint necessarily why until I got down to the fact of I just felt overwhelmed with a number of things um, and um, you know I was worried basically it came down to I was worrying about the future about a few different things but ultimately they were all the thing that was similar about them all they were all in the future and I was worrying about them and I didn't have effectively I didn't have control of them because we don't have any control over what is of the future um, and the thing that got me got me out of it was um i went and did a really short workout i did a i did two i did uh two five minute little uh superset workouts um and the difference that made to me was huge in that i know like for me like understanding myself i know that i enjoy training so taking myself trying to get myself out of this funk uh stepped away from what i was doing and went right go and do something you like and then um where was my head during that time? Well, I made it quite a hard session. It was uh, like a, um, a superset. So I think I did an upper body and a lower body exercise back to back. Um, and the first five minute block was, I had to do 10 of them, 
back to back um, every minute. And then I did the same thing for the second five minutes. And so after 10 minutes of work, I was absolutely blowing. Um, I was focusing on things like trying to stay nasal breathing. That's something I'm big at at the moment. Obviously, a lot of people listen to the podcast. We did a one-to-one podcast with Patrick McKeon, uh, the author of Oxygen Advantage, talking about the importance and the reason why we need to uh, be nasal breathing. So I was focusing on literally the air, trying to get air in through my nose rather than my mouth. I was focusing on my technique. I was li- I was literally focusing on the session, and, and that was it, nothing else. Um and that break just gave me the headspace in the now. All those things I was thinking about and focusing on when I was doing that little session were all happening right there, right then. The, the, the air coming in through my nose, the burn in my in my muscles from the, the session I was doing and me trying to get my technique right were all things happening right there in the now. Um, and, and I think, and that's probably, that's the big sort of takeaway message that when we when we find ourselves worrying about things in the future sometimes it can be the same as things in the past like things in the past can make us worry about the future um, or worry about things in the future because we worry those same things that happened in the past that we didn't like or went wrong um, are going to happen again in the future so like in a sporting context we may have had a bad performance against a certain team or a certain opponent and then we worry about the fact that that's going to happen again when we come against them in, in the future when we know we're going to play them next week or next month or wherever it may be um, and that that type of stuff happens all the time in life so if we're worrying about the future right now for, for any number of things to to try and get yourself out of that funk and um, back into what's happening right now um, the key is to find some things that are are physically happening um, right now in that in that moment in the present moment rather than in the future so to give your mind something to focus on now this can be really something really, really simple. You might think, is it really? Is it, is it just that simple? Like a good scenario would be now is wherever you are, say, for instance, you're sitting, I'm sat down on the floor, um, but I'm going to now, just by because I'm going to say this to you, I've started to bring my awareness to how does my bum feel on the floor? Whereas for the last 10 minutes that I've been talking however long it is, I wasn't aware of my that sensation of my bum on the floor Um and I could easily, my mind could easily be wandering um, into into worrying about the future, for example. Whereas I'm bringing that attention to my bum on the floor. You might be sitting on a chair. Just feel the bum on the chair. Um, other things that we can that are always happening, like our breathing, our heart rate, things that you're, other things that you're touching, like your hand touching on something. Like if you focus on focus on your breathing, are you breathing through your nose or through your mouth? Can you can you try and make it come in and out through through your nose? And then is it that your chest is, is elevating when you breathe or are you breathing from your diaphragm and, and, and drawing that down um, into the belly? All these things are things that you're going to be doing automatically all of the time, but bringing our awareness to them brings us into that, like, what's important now? Um, it brings us into the present. Um, and then the, to sort of layer on top of that, using those things just to bring your awareness your, and your attention into something that's happening right here, right now to you, um, and then going, taking that win principle, go, what's actually important now? So rather than the thing in the future, what, do you, what have you got on your to-do list now? Or what's, the, what's the next actually important thing that needs to happen this day uh, for you or your, your friends or family or loved one or whoever that you, you need to do something for or whatever that may be? So trying to, to hone in on things that are important that you can actually affect right now rather than, and that might be, right, I need to write a plan for this thing that I'm worrying about, but that's something practical. Like that's something practical that you can do right now. That's going to help address that thing in the future, rather than, as I was last week, just 
fretting basically over in a bit of a funk about some stuff that was going to happen in the future that I wasn't I didn't feel in control of but I wasn't doing anything practically to help with that I was just worrying about it um, and just worrying um, is not going to is not going to make it um, any better like the title um, it's actually a verse from the bible that says um, like, do not worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is enough worries of its own um, but the, the notion that some great advice in the Bible, but no, that notion that literally worrying for the sake of worrying, and that's something that a lot of us do, like I'm so prone to that, um, it's always been a, a, a bad trait of mine, um, but worrying about tomorrow isn't going to do anything to affect tomorrow whatsoever, like we can't affect it um, until it's happening, and so I think that sort of sums, sums um, that whole sort of uh, sports psychology thing about bringing our attention to the now what's important now is um is 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 done really well in that in that one sentence so i wanted to yeah i thought it was nice to share that one um and hopefully those practical tips of going like focus on something that physically is happening to you right now like what you're touching what you're sitting on how you're breathing anything like that is going to bring your attention to, to the present moment not worrying about the future, so you're now starting to control your your sort of mind or your, your brain a bit more, um, rather than letting it wander off and do its own thing. Um, and then, if you want to get a little bit more specific, once you've got that attention back in the present moment, it's going right. What's important now? That win. How am I going to win this? Um, and and then looking and identifying something practically that you can then actually do potentially if you want to, or if, or if the situation needs that. Not every situation will necessarily need that, but if it needs it. What can you actually then do right now, right here, right now, to, to make a positive change on that? Um, so I thought that was uh, that was useful, and um, and hopefully you do too. But I wanted to finish on a um, on on a poem by um, it's one my my wife has just put into a frame actually um, uh, by it's the our deepest fear by uh, Marianne Williamson I believe, and it's. Uh, I think a lot of you may have heard it, but I think it's worth um, worth worth hearing again. Because when I when I think about worry, the first word that comes comes into my mind is fear. And then when I think about fear, um, I don't know how long ago I heard quite a few years ago I heard this um, this poem. But it yeah, it's it sums things up absolutely brilliantly. If we can get our head around this, we can be um, yeah, the the sky's the limit. We can be more powerful than ever before. So. Um, our deepest fear. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I think that, that sort of, that, that last bit, um, as we let our own light shine, like we need to let ourselves be the best that, that, that we can be that we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same rather than the idea of, of, of shrinking. Um, yeah, so please give yourself permission to shine out there 
Um, there's so many of you do that in the in the Scorecard Science community. Um, you know, you're shining examples of the things that you're doing and that are the the things that you're working hard in your training are just a, a a great vehicle to to let you shine and be um, amazingly encouraging, inspirational, and um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other way. It was it was a uh, encouraging and inspirational. I thought I had another way, but I didn't. But that's but you're you're inspiring and encouraging each other by your actions through training. But we're all aware of that. That's the vehicle of just the that's the tool that we can then develop our our own personal skills to, to be able to then do that, um, in life. And that's where, that's where the real value is. So, so keep being amazing, keep being inspirational, encouraging to each other, each other, because, um, yeah, we, we feed off it ourselves and, and I know everyone else out there, um, feeds from it as well. And, uh, keep being, uh, keep being that positive influence out there in the world on each other whether it's to do with training or whether it's just support i say just but whether even more importantly whether it's supporting each other in life so that is uh, that is the end of today's positive podcast um i hope you have enjoyed it if you have any thoughts um, or reflections i would love to hear from you my personal email is david at school of so you can get in touch with me directly um, or if you wanted to get in touch with us on social media we're at school um, everywhere like Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter is at School of Cali because you can't have that long name on on Twitter. Um, and uh, if you are, could be so kind as to leave a review on iTunes for us um, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, we would absolutely love it. Um, and then that one podcast I did want to mention, I mentioned in their podcast 121 with Patrick McKeon from the Oxygen Advantage about nasal breathing has gone abs- down absolutely crazy. People are going mad for it. Um, so I'd recommend checking that one out if you haven't yet. But other than that, nothing else for me to say, but I'm having an amazing week. Class dismissed.